Hello everybody, welcome back to Bond by Numbers. This episode today is uh, exciting, well we think it's exciting, uh, 60 in 60 celebration uh, going on with the Bond 60th anniversary celebrations. We're going to bring to you our own 60 highlights from the franchise. My name is Scott Powell and as always joined by my brothers in Bond across the pond, Josh and Jeff. <laughs> 60th anniversary. Let's bring out the foo yuck. Mm, foo yeah. yuck. Yeah, yeah. Well, we did do a Bond, a Doctor No at 60 episode recently, guys, which was good fun, and yeah, we kind we of did. went through that one. Right. But uh, today's episode is going to be uh, really interesting, I think, because we have gone away. Each of us have selected 20, 20 highlights from the franchise, uh, and we're going to have 60 seconds each in which to present our 20, so that the show itself will give listeners 60 highlights from Bond's 60 years of screen time that we can use as uh, just a fun collection of potpourri, licorice all sorts, if you will. Now, there's only five or six types bon of mots. licorice all sorts. Bond mots, yeah, something like that. Yeah. A variety, a variety of Bond highlights that we really like. Now, in, in choosing a our... Cornucopia. In, a cornucopia. In choosing our 20 each, guys, um, we have also selected a couple of extras in case we've got duplicates so that we can have 60 for us to share with the listeners. How did you find this process? Tough. I, <laughs> I found it a bit tough, personally. <laughs> did you, yeah? But it was fine. I mean, it's hard, it's hard <laughs> but, to pick some of the best moments. Yeah, that's, but that's, that's, I just thought funny. of the moments that... I love the most throughout the franchise, and I just use those. So Yeah, and we should say, I guess, as well, guys, that we, we haven't selected, like, oh, Sean Connery, you know, or Roger Moore. Like, we've, we've tried to be deliberately, deliberately um, specific here. So it's not fair for us to say one of our favorite moments is Ken Adam, right? We, we love Ken Adam, but yeah. instead we're, we're drilling down to a micro level. But, uh, yeah, it is tough to narrow down 20 favorites because... It might be a quote, it might be a performance, it might be uh, just a little cameo or something with costumery. I'm really, really excited to hear what you guys have selected, because we've talked about all the Bond films. We've had tons of what-if adventures along the way our last four or five years, and uh, it'll be fun to see where your heads are right now with, uh, with selecting 20 highlights. So yeah. Uh, do you want to explain, Jeffrey, for our listeners, the sound they hear in the background? Ah, well, that sound um, <laughs> was uh, actually, it was recorded by uh, a field agent, uh, an MI6 right, field yeah. agent, um, and from um, enemy one of many layers, I can't actually disclose where it is, security risk, but we got it, and we're using that right now as the buzzer to know that we're to, sh- to shut up, basically. Yeah, time's up. When you hear <laughs> the buzzer, that's what we're using. your 60 seconds yeah. is up. So uh, anything exactly. in the 60 seconds, we can talk about. Uh, but uh, this is not about stepping on each other's toes. This is about each host sharing 20 favorites. Correct. We'll celebrate each other's choices. We might shout down the line at each other a few times. But when you hear the sound, that's your 60 shut seconds up. Yeah. So uh, this, this will <laughs> yeah. keep this will keep not the Oscars. An hour. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. It's like a, uh, it's an auditory shepherd's crook on uh, nice for vaudeville. Okay, That's how about right. that? So, guys, I don't think there's much more we need to do. Our, our most recent episode, our three non-bonds on the train now, has is, is gone past, and that was a lot of fun. We really enjoyed that one. Mm-hmm. We're looking forward to Josh's The, the Third Man, which is coming uh, very, very soon. But uh, this little in-between filler... Let's just crack on with it. Uh, give listeners what they want. Thanks for joining us, everybody. We hope you enjoy the show. And, and uh, at the end of the show, we're going to have a little contest for you as well with a little giveaway, a Bond by Number prize giveaway. So, yeah, don't, don't get too excited. But um, it's probably just a coffee mug. But, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll share that at the end. <laughs> everybody likes a mug, you know? Drink that in. <laughs> Okay, so who's going to start, guys? Here we go. Chronological order be damned. Let's just fly along. Josh, you're first. Uh, all right, so let me just think of like, I'm just thinking right now of all the ones that I made, this this the one scene that always gets me excited in watching a Bond film. And this, this has to be this line and see if you guys can guess what it's from. 
I had a few optional extras installed. <laughs> the living daylights. <laughs> I love it. That's right. Yeah. When Bond shows w the ice chase in the Aston Martin Vantage. Vantage, sorry. Yeah, the Aston nice Martin one. Vantage in the, living, in the Living Daylights, you know, where he's flicking the switches and then he's putting like the target for the missiles that coming from the headlights. Uh, then, of course, you have the huge... Um, uh, ramp that he's about to leap over, you know, when he drives straight through, hitting in the nitrous. Such so, a good I mean, moment. And then Such you have John Barry's moment. score on top of that as well. Da -na -na, da -na -na. <laughs> Anyways, that's that's my first one off the list. Well done. 50 seconds. Good work, my man. All right, Jeff, you're on the clock. Uh, well, I mean, I'll just say, obviously, because I like Pam. I was going to say, uh, but the reason I like Pam is because she's a refreshing character. She, uh, she knows how to handle herself in a bar. And also she can, she knows how to use a shotgun. Uh, she can rock true. short hair. Um, she doesn't true. need help from anyone and she gets to shoot Wayne Newton. I mean, I know. Him, <laughs> and so, I mean, these are all pluses. No offense. Shoot at Wayne Newton. Shoot at Wayne Newton. Don't well, fine. Yeah, Sorry. Shoot at. I apologize, uh, Doctor Shane, for correcting me. <laughs> um, and uh, uh, so I just think, obviously, for me, and I have I've been talking about her for for years, and I'm just appreciating her character. So I'm just going to start it off with uh, Wham mm. Bam. Thank you, Pam. <laughs> Wham Bam. Thank you, Pam. And uh, well done under time. Okay, my first Pam one. and her. Never mind. Bam Pams. My first <laughs> one, guys, is uh, from from Russia with Love. One of my favorite things about that film and within the franchise is the bromance that uh, Connery's Bond has with Karen Bay. Particularly, to be to be more specific, okay, I love the catacombs pontoon ride and the spine that that kind of breeds the friendship after that. I I love that scene. Mm -hmm. It's fairly atmospheric. It's well delivered. The lines, the the kind of brotherhood, you know, the similar work, different agencies. I I, I just really like yeah. the way that textures the story. So that's my number one. Back to you, Josh. All right. Let's go right to From Russia with Love. Okay. I'm sorry, what time is it? Russian clocks are always correct. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, Russian embassy heist, man. That is seen as nice amazing. Nice I fun. love it so much. Then you get the full flourish of the 007 theme in that while he's doing the whole heist and mm -hmm. how they get mm -hmm. out and everything and how everything is all planned and elaborate. That's an awesome uh, choice. Fantastic. Yeah. Cool, man. I I can I didn't have that on my list, but man, that's a cracker. Back to you, Jeff. Uh well, for me, um, when I one of the things I had on my list was uh, it was actually the uh, the Pitts Gloria. I mean, so for just like, I would say Ken Adam, but I would say for set, I would say Pitts Gloria because it's such a it's fun, interesting uh, locale. Uh, the interiors are absolutely amazing. I want to eat all the food. I want to, mm -hmm. you know, uh, <laughs> talk to all the people present there. Uh, I don't necessarily want to talk about all the food allergies, but I think Pitts Gloria <laughs> is just a really fun, interesting um, lo locale to have. Uh, it's now iconic with Bond. Uh, and who doesn't want to go to the top of a Swiss mountain, mm -hmm. uh, hang out, have good food, and, uh, and do some, uh, some light curling? I think I think it's yeah. a win, and so thank you, uh, Alps. Absolutely. Now we'll. Uh, that, hey, buddy, I'm with you on that one, and I'm glad you brought it up. It means I can take it off my list because it was one of mine. So I'm going to now oh. just throw. No, that's awesome. I'm going to throw one of my reserves. It's the first time I've brought a reserve into play here for the show, so this is one of my six <laughs> reserves now that's in. Uh, we'll see if it comes up again, but uh, yeah, nice work, nice work. The Piz Gloria location is a is an awesome one. Josh, was that up by any chance on your list as well? If so, you might need to bring in a reserve too. No, it was. Oh, cool. Okay. No, it was not actually. All right, super. All right. Back to me. Uh, okay, guys, here's one. Then um, I wonder what you think of this one. I love the characters of Winton kid. Okay. We talked about them before specifically. I think my favorite scene with those two, and it was not the biggest scene, but I think my favorite scene with those two characters is when they're in Amsterdam. Yeah, I just feel it's awesome. Like these two henchmen, right? I, I love the Amsterdam scene because although it's, it is less evil than like dropping the scorpion down the back and all that stuff, watching Mrs. Whistler be pulled out of the Amstel River, man, as tourists are just kind of going by. That's pretty fierce. That is just pretty fierce. <laughs> yeah. Just to show how charismatic and enigmatic and, and also committed they are to the job. 
I, I felt like that was kind of like a wow moment for me, just watching the two of them operate in Amsterdam as tourists, knowing that they just killed this woman, you know? So I, I thought that was a great That's moment true. in Diamonds, yeah. So I went with that one. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. Good choice. All right, back to you, Joshua. So going back to one Her Majesty's Secret Service, uh, the Peace Gloria stuff was great, but to me, like... Just that whole sequence from the escape from Piz Gloria to the village to Tracy showing up, you know, that pan up from like her from her skates to her legs is to her, you know, looking down on James Bond in a moment of incredible vulnerability. And just that whole stock car chase that follows like that whole sequence, I think is one of the greatest Bond moments ever. And that's my whole that's, that whole sequence is just incredible. Nice one. Yeah, it is incredible. It and is incredible. you never feel Bond you never feel the stakes that Bond could be killed at any moment like you do in that particular sequence. Nope, yeah, it right. was just, yeah. Everything was just, all, everything. Yeah. <laughs> good work, though. That's the first time we heard our klaxon. Good good for you. You, yes. all, you, you got it out. You got it out. Don't alarm, alarm. It. Yeah, alarm. I got it out. Good for you, pal. Uh, that's And that is an awesome, awesome scene. You know, Bond's face just kind of like, oh, thank goodness it's somebody I know who's here to rescue me. Over to you, Double O Chapman. Um, well, what I was going to say is, so for Honor, Street, Honor Majesty's Secret Service as well, I was going to say, um, I really like the, the ski scene, mm. uh, like the, that, which, which one? Oh, the one, um, with the, uh, what is it? The bobsled that. So he's pursuing, the, um, he's pursuing, uh, Blofeld. Yeah. Yeah. That, exactly. That's the one I thought I really enjoyed that one. Um, I thought that it was excellent. It was, uh. It's one of those scenes that I always sort of thought was really sort of well done and uh, captivated me as an audience member watching it. Mm-hmm. And I thought, you know, just going forward, I, I thought that was a good one to add here. <laughs> so that's, oh, that's sure. what I, that's my story and I'm sticking to it. Oh, you, oh, you nailed it. You got in just in time, man. Just in time. <laughs> well done. Well done. Well, look, it, I mean, Honor Majesty's Secret Service is definitely getting some love here, so I might as well go along yeah. with one from that film, too. Okay, so it's not my favorite Bond song, guys. It's not a Bond song at all, and I could have put lots of Bond music on my list, but this track this track for me, Do You Know How Christmas Trees Are Grown, it's a highlight It's a highlight for me in the franchise because of how it's used in the film. It contrasts the darkness of Blofeld's plan, you know, with, like, the cheerfulness, uh, the juxtaposition of styles, you know, like sinister, bright. It's a, it's an oddity, but it's it's a really memorable for me. It, it brings me back to my childhood or my teenage years. It brings me back, Josh, to me and you watching the movie for the first time and how much fun we had, uh, precocious teenagers. Like I, I just, it, it it really means a lot yeah. to me. This song, I really really like it. It's one of those kind of gravitating things for me within the Bond world. So yeah, I guess. Uh, I guess it's Good uh, shout. yeah. It's just oh shit! I didn't make it, but you get my point. <laughs> you get my point. Yeah. You get my point. Even you aren't immune from the buzzer. <laughs> oh, the klaxon is, is coming for us all, buddy. Uh, right uh, back Absolutely. to you, Josh. Back to you. So another great scene. I'm going to pull out here. Uh, let's move away from OHMSS, and let's talk about car chases. And it's interesting that you know I thought I would have this as my favorite car chase of the series. But now it's really come to this just because of the stunt driving, Remy Julien, the Citroen chase in Free Your Eyes Only. Mm. Yeah, it's a great one. The, yeah, the Citroen. Uh, yeah, that is a good one. I like that one. L- love a ride in the country. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A great juxtaposition of action and comedy yeah. in a way that's not cheesy and works so well for the tone of the movie that, that Glenn and co were trying to do for Free Your Eyes Only. Yeah. And uh, one of the most memorable Bond bond chases uh in my opinion it is it's and great. to me it has it just it feels stronger than like the lotus esprit chase in the spy who loved me mm-hmm. it really does to me well done nice one okay jeffrey uh i'm just gonna i'm gonna mention a character so i'm gonna say q and the reason i say q i'm gonna give mm-hmm. examples is that i really appreciate sort of the and how he was brought into the series not in the first film but subsequently in the second mm-hmm. one and, and on for and going forward, just sort of the little cameos that he brought, it was just sort of, he always sort of lightened up the screen and, and especially with sort of that ongoing, almost father, son, tit for tat with, uh, with bond. It was nice. It was a nice little sort of comedic uh, addition or, you know, it gave a little warm and fuzzy compared to the rest of the stuff in the film, obviously with uh, how he, he had the gadgets and how he used them and how he always was upset that Bond was either not didn't care or didn't use them properly or, had, you know, 
and it it was always just fun to watch. You're like, oh, what's Q going to be like this time? What's he going to have? What's he going to wear? What's he going to use? All that kind of fun stuff. Okay. Go Q. Nice, nice work. Now, I don't know what the judges are going to think of that. Josh, what do you think? Was that a cheat? Was that a cheat insofar as we mentioned the character and not necessarily a specific moment from the character? Oh, well, or, I can, oh, well okay. Or, the specific moment. Give your favorite Q moment. Give, yeah, your, give favorite your favorite Q, Q, Q moment. What, so there's the scene when, uh, he actually, when Bond... Uh, he's actually talking to Q and he's, they're actually having like a, a real sort of uh, emotional moment that he's worried about Q. And that's the one with uh, Timothy Dalton, correct? Right? We're talking that's about... That's right. Good um, for you. License to Kill. That's, yeah, the, that's one. the one I like because he nice actually... One. Nice you, one. you finally see Bond care, show that he mm-hmm. cares about Q in that sense, mm-hmm. that little that, well that, done. That conversation. Well done. There you go. Excellent. Nice one. There you go. Okay, cool. Uh, it's back to Josh. No, it's back to me. Right. Okay. Look, guys... More as Bond in New York City, live and let die, meeting Mr. Big, everything. The set, the confidence, the music, yeah. the clothes, the bullying. Yeah. Like it's a great the gloves. a great the gloves. scene. Yeah. Right? The gloves. A fantastic introduction to Moore's very first Bond, James Bond. Everything here works for me. Uh, I got nothing else to say. If you've seen the scene, hopefully you agree with me. And if you haven't, go watch it again because you're a fool. You sound like Mr. Big when you said that. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Names is for tombstones, baby. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, all right. So I'm, I'm up next? Yes, sir. Okay. Well, we all know Bond <laughs> has those famous torture sequences the villains put him in. And who can top the laser scene oh. in Goldfinger? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. John Barry's score. Uh, Great choice. Yeah. The the whole scene itself, like, and the thing is, is that he gets out of it by talking. He doesn't have some escape. The villain doesn't leave the room. He's there the whole time. Mm-hmm. It gets really misrepresented as one of those scenes as like typical Bond. But to me, it's a really chilling moment of the story that that just brings it home. And uh, yeah, it's one of my favorite scenes in all Bondum is the uh, is the laser scene. It's a cliche one to choose, but man, it works so well. It does. And I think because of what you're saying, like how he, he gets out of it through his wits, through his talking, through his manipulation of potential uh, chances, right? Like he, he's just using his wits and it's very Flaminian uh, in that sense. Yeah, good shout. Good good choice. Good choice. Jeff? Uh, I was going to say uh, in relation to uh, Ken Adams, I'm going to talk just about sort of the scene when you first see it's the proper term, the rumpus room. Mm-hmm. Uh, if we're talking mm-hmm. about um, Goldfinger, okay. yeah, at Orx, at Orkstad, or, yeah, that's it, Orkstad, okay. yeah. Um, that I just uh, every time I see it, I just I just want to play in there. Like I just want to like <laughs> remember, you know go yeah. to the table, either put up my dungeon master screen or put some GI <laughs> Joes or Warhammer down and just go to town on that friggin' table, and obviously have Damn, a right. martini shaken not stirred because that place is just badass. Now, so you, you really um, like that? Should, I remember you used it in the interior design episode as well, didn't you? Yeah, absolutely. It's amazing. That was awesome. I, I just there's I I can just see myself playing some records, playing with some toys, having some beer. So it, it checks off all the boxes. And there's pussy galore What I need too. to do in a room. <laughs> if I can, yeah. <laughs> if I bring people to that room, we'll see what happens, right? That's why it's called a rumpus room, I guess. That is it. Nice choice. Nice choice. I had to. I'm sorry. No. There, I had to. Makes sense. <laughs> well, the klaxon hit you off, Josh. Uh, okay. Uh, uh, back I'm to sorry me. about that body comment, by the way, guys. I was just playing with the puns. <laughs> playing with the puns. Uh, okay. Uh, here we go. Another one for me. Who loves you, baby? It's Telly Savalas as Blofeld. He oh, is my favorite coach. Blofeld. Curling by the samovar, yeah. doing all his own dirty work, mixing tapes at night in the control yeah. booth, smoking those slimline cigarettes, rocking, rocking the chestnut turtleneck, by the way. And you know what? Driving that Mercedes yeah. in, in a fucking neck brace for the tragic drive-by at the end of the movie. Like, yeah. he's like, <laughs> it's like, that's oh, yeah. hardcore. Hardcore commitment. He's my favorite Blofeld. The dude is legit as a villain. He's, um, I mean, he's, he's got charisma though. He's, he's not like a universal monster, which is how how Pleasance was playing his Blofeld. You know, like you can yeah, see right. how how Blofeld, this Blofeld, built his empire. Like it wasn't just kind of accidental. And yeah, man, I'm I'm all for him being the Count de Blochamp. I mean, that's that's how I feel. Oh, oh well, <laughs> I almost made it. Oh. through. but uh, hey, you got it. You got that's it. it. I got it in there. Yeah. Back to you, Josh. All right. All right. We got to get this out of the way. The train fight between Grant and Bond and From Russia With Love. Mm. Good one. Classic. That's all that needs to be said about that. It's classic. That's man. all that needs to be said. 
Yeah. <laughs> Stunt work, uh, the lack of score, uh, the physicality of, of Shaw and Ooh. Connery, you know, in that scene intermixed with the stunt doubles that they used, how it was filmed, just the chaos of it, the, the, the brutality of it, mm. the callousness of how everything was done and executed. Like it was just in- incredible action cinema right there. Nice one. And the tension of it building up to it. And the tension there, the scene building to it. Yep, for sure. Your turn, Jeff. Uh, so I want to just make note of the volcano fight in You Only Live Twice. <laughs> I thought that set, again, shout out to Ken Adam. And uh, just sort of, the, just the, the the caliber, I guess that's a pun intended because of all the shooting, uh, of of the scale, literally, the of, of that scene. Uh, just all the people, you know, all the working parts, literally, uh, and just sort of, it's amazing it's just your eyes don't even know where to go it's just and for the length of time and and just sort of all the people going around it's just it's crazy uh it's a it's a really great uh sequence uh it's iconic it's famous now uh really well done fun to watch it's a home run well done yep in there in time too uh, back to me, okay. Uh, James Bond in India in Octopussy, he nails it. Every scene of Roger Moore yeah. here rocks. I, if I had to pick one, I'd go backgammon. But uh, I, I love, mm-hmm. I love Bond mm-hmm. in India. I think it's such a great locale. I'm sad that the series hasn't yeah. gone back there yep. yet because it's so colorful, yeah, it's so it's vibrant, true. it's so culturally alive. I, I'm really, really hoping we get back to India sometime soon. Uh, it was so fun. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, yeah, in the India scenes. Josh. Yeah, I remember Jeff saying that, uh, like, after a second viewing, you liked Octopussy a lot more yeah, I did. than after the yep. first one, hey? Yeah, yeah. I did, absolutely. Uh, the backgammon scene is a good point, like, where Kamal Khan is, does that scene with, like, Louis Jordan as Kamal Khan? Like, this wasn't one of my most favorite moments, obviously, but just that scene where he's like, spend the money quickly, yeah, yeah. Mr. Bond. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that so good. Kamal Khan deserved a better role in that film, in my opinion, but that's okay. He had, he had to deal with crazy Stephen Burkhoff, right? So, um, okay, let's go a little further into the Bond franchise. Let's get out of the 60s, 70s. I'm going to go with just this just this line, sexist, misogynist dinosaur. <laughs> the introduction of Judy Dench's M in GoldenEye, mm-hmm. ripping Bond and the franchise from the past, a new one. Absolutely. Uh, Dench was amazing. That's good. Uh, yeah. Brosnan was great listening to it in his own kind of prickish response he, he had to it he like was fantastic too yeah like but gents like that was her introduction and it was amazing we're in the new era of bond after a hiatus from like the license to, from license to kill after five years it's a new era of bond starting uh this is the bridge that leads us to daniel craig whether for good or for worse what do you think about that but you gotta admit this scene was fantastic it established bond as a veteran and and who he was and what he has to become now uh, uh and dench obviously became your favorite M right then and there. I'm very sorry, Bernard Lee. <laughs> no, that's true. <laughs> hey, it, it is It is true. Like, it's a great scene. It's a great scene. I had three or four Judy Dench M scenes on my short list, or on my long list, sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, that wasn't the one I went for. I, I've got one coming. I'll say something about that shortly, but that's an inspired choice. I can't disagree with that one at all. Jeff? Cool. For myself, it was the Skyfall Lodge uh, scene the, mm. when they come back and they it's you know they go into into the lodge and then they're all setting up for the big battle with Albert Finney. Uh, mm. I thought it was absolutely fantastic. It, it was it's something it was a little different, right? But yeah. it's nostalgic yeah. because then they also he drives there in the DB five and then there's the conversation up to this scene where she's like, oh, it's not very comfortable, you know. He's and then he uses he's uh, do you want to. I can get you out of there, you know, with the ejection button. But when they when they when they set up when they set up like how they're going to defend the lodge uh, and all that kind of Burn stuff and, and the homecoming um, and just the, the action and the the intensity of that scene is, is amazing. And it was just something that uh, you know for a later Bond film, it's really high quality, uh, really well shot, really well acted, and uh, you just feel really invested as a fan watching it. And it's fantastic. So that's that's. That scene is epic, and that's why I chose it. Oh, well you got in there too. You guys have been uh, expert with the the klaxon. <clears throat> nice one, good choice. Uh, okay, well, then I'll, I'll give you my Judy Dench moment, and, and we'll stick with it. Um, All right. I went for Skyfall as well, but uh, it's when Craig breaks into her apartment, 
and he returns from disappearance and they have that little together moment. Uh, I like it because it comments on the relationship, but it's also very much Judy Dench accepting him in this private way that I don't think she would accept everybody else. Like I can't see her accepting Bond in Pierce Brosnan's skin coming into her apartment. Like I think it's it's something about Craig. No. It's something about the relationship the actors have. It's something about the, the way it's filmed. I just really, really like that moment. Um, yeah, so I'll stick with that one. I'll stick with that one. It's it's a, a rugged but also kind of touching moment there when she understands him. And, and Okay, Josh. So I'm going to have to go with just this one line. Kara. So we're back to Living Daylights again, obviously. <laughs> Cuscoff recognizes Kara when she drives by in the Jeep. That's her driving up to, you know, she's trying to catch up to Bond on the Hercules at the uh, at the, at the um, airfield in Afghanistan. Cuscott uh, pursuing them. Necros with the gun shooting at them. John Barry scores swelling and Bond trying to get him frustrated. Like in the uh, in, you can see him in the in the port of the uh, plane getting really frustrated with Kara. Mm-hmm. Humor, action, mm-hmm. comedy, all everything there. all at once. Uh, how just a score blazing and everything like that whole sequence is like fantastic and another reason why I love the Living Daylights. Good one, yeah, good one. Jeff, good um, I, I like the scene in Octopussy. The opening with you have the the BD five and the horse's ass. That's what I call it. Uh, you know, just <laughs> yeah. seeing the plane and the I love that scene. Uh, yeah, and the fake Fidel, the faux, faux Castro, you know, shooting at him, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. It's just, uh, you know, You're a brings it to the next level, you know. <laughs> it's, a, uh, it's, just, it's a classic more, it's almost an all-time high. <laughs> oh, yeah, there you go. Ooh. I thought you were going to oh, go with the song. Man. I got to be honest. I thought you were going to go ruin, Why did you have to steal <laughs> my thunder with the Rita Coolidge comment? Anyway, it's fine. Uh, it's <laughs> I'll give you plane. an extra 10 um, seconds. You get 10 more seconds. I was going to say, uh, unlike Rita Coolidge, this thing does not crash and burn. Um, so, anyways, yeah, Did you're getting you? that anyway. You're just gonna get that anyway, just because. <laughs> okay, nice one. Yeah, the Acro Star is a classic scene. It's so much fun, isn't it? So much fun. Um, I also thought it was funny. It's called a BD5, which is like, if you're going by Bond vehicles, the DB5. It's like, oh, right. did yeah. they do that on purpose? Mm-hmm. <laughs> isn't that that spherical droid in um in the? Oh, Star isn't Wars that BB8? BB-8, sorry, yeah. <laughs> uh, guys, I'm gonna go. Um, I'm gonna go and give you my only. Uh, hang on a second. Is that correct? Yeah, I'm gonna give you um, my only reference from "You Only Live Twice," and it is the little Nelly scene. Like the I know it's a. Scene? I know it's a big scene. I know it's kind of a, like a cliche gadgety thing. It's it's such a a set, a set piece within the film, but. Little Nelly's is a kick-ass scene. I remember oh, yeah. being so well, excited when I saw that. It is a bit dated now as Bond yeah. scenes go, but it's wonderfully filmed for the time. Soaring music. We get that great 007 yeah. theme happening. It's one of Q's best moments too, I think. So yeah, Little Nelly's yeah. in You Only Live Twice. It's not going to disappoint. Cool. Yeah. Um, speaking of You Only Live Twice, let's go to the one that I have on my list from You Only Live Twice. Okay. Now, I was caught between this uh, this end of, uh, this particular scene and the fight between Bond and the Rock's dad in uh, mm-hmm. in Osato's yep. penthouse. Yep. But I'm, I'm going to go with this scene just because Freddie Young's, you know, Lawrence of Arabia, he's David Lean's boy. He lands on You Only Live Twice and his filmmaking on his, his cinematography on the Kobe docks is fantastic. You're, you're blending aerial camera work and action. And you're following Bond through the whole sequence going from like, rooftop to rooftop from soft landing to soft landing oh yeah the music mm-hmm. uh just the cinematography it's a great choice. Uh, the physical work that was done the, mm. the blocking for all the extras and all the stuntmen just fantastic sequence and it's my favorite moment in you only live twice oh sorry that was my mistake you actually had four seconds left on the clock sorry i didn't mean ah. that but uh, you nailed it that's a great choice man really inspired one yep and it's so much fun to watch it is fun you say like the, the way it's filmed is just is beauty uh, right, uh, Jeffrey. Jeffrey. Well, because I'm Canadian and I like hockey, I had to choose that scene <laughs> from Free Rise Only. Oh, nice one! I, mean, I had it on my list nah. as well, but <laughs> okay, that's I'm good. Actually, it's, just no, no, kidding. No, 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 but, but I was don't, like, don't, you know what? Why not? Let's just do that because I know that yeah. neither of you are going to choose that scene. But I, I've got. And, uh, uh, I've know, got. I I've thought I just score one for the home team. Yeah, <laughs> it's a score. It's a fucking <laughs> score. It's a hat trick, man. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I think this was a top shelf choice. <laughs> <laughs> nice one. Did you know? They didn't keep that... it stuck on their eyes, so 
you know, uh, yeah. Steve Smith, you know, Red Green would be very upset. It would be. There was a bigger scene to that they were going to do. And even like Charles Dance, apparently, was one of the hockey players that was coming after him. But they, that was cut. I think his nickname in the film was Charles Ice Dance, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Been. Sorry. I, was... I think it was Klaus. You should have budgeted me for that. There you go. I was a little late. I was a little late yeah. getting to it. So, you I'm did. Sorry. Shepherd's sorry. Hook. <laughs> All right, Scott. <laughs> Shepherd's Hook indeed. Okay. Sorry, back to me. Right. Uh, well, I'll, I'll tell you what. I'll give you my... Um, I'll give you a little something, something from The Living Daylights. My my favorite scene and one of go. my absolute favorite scenes in the whole franchise is Bond uh, versus Necros in the belly of the Hercules C-130. Awesome yeah. finale. Mm. One of the best. Awesome. It looks so, so good. The music is awesome. The filming is awesome. And the stunt work is awesome. It's, uh, it's a classic for me. Yes. And it really rouses that uh, denouement. It's, it's just great. Just great. So then, in that case, then let's just go to famous stunt sequences, and let's because we got to have this on the list. And if you guys had it, I'm sorry, but it's and it's obvious, I know. Me, yeah. But I mean, the ski chase and ski jump in the Spy Who Loved Me. Yeah. yeah it, well, yeah. I mean, yeah. Enough said. Again, yeah. like you, yeah, that is iconic Bond moment, and not because it's iconic; it's just an awesome stunt sequence, well, just it like is. breathtaking, and, and how it was filmed, the stunt work, everything went into it. Uh, you got to love that, like Hamlet score when he's you know, going down the hill and whatnot and uh, the mm-hmm. setup for the whole movie, everything is there. And uh, yeah, Spy Who Loved Me, nobody does it better. For sure. Nice one. Jeffrey? Um, well, let me just check my fancy schmancy list. I really enjoyed um, Scaremonger's Lair is one thing. Mm-hmm. So there, I, mm-hmm. one thing, I mean, that's, and then the scene, like the end scene, the whole, the whole scene in uh, Man with the Golden Gun, that whole sequence even though it's Hope kind of Valley. campy here and there, I I just really enjoyed it. I thought it's really mm-hmm. cool, like you know, just seeing sort of the destruction of it, at, you know, just sort of the be, being a kid, be like, oh, I'd really like to go in there and kind of be like, I don't know, totally. this is a Fraggle it's Rock so reference, cool. but being so like cool. being a Fraggle in the Doozers, I just felt like that's so you just <laughs> smash up and the whole, you know what I mean? Like you yeah, the yeah. destruction of it, you're like, oh, it's just fun. Uh, and so it's really, it was really cool to see, you know, how he was talking, how he was so into that his layer and all this kind of stuff, and just seeing it kind of just explode and go sideways and it was just fun to see so um that layer is one of my favorite locales and also just to see it go up in flames and see how it gets torn down is also just really fun (laughs) as a viewer so yeah there you go nice one uh it's a classic Yep. I know we've been saying that a lot. It's a classic, but it really is. And well, that's, that's what that, James Bond is. That's what we're here for. Is, is, that's, right. that's what we're doing. We're, we're, that's it. <laughs> that's I, I remember doing. that was that was on my um, interior design, if I remember that one. Yeah, I'm going to have too. to go back and, and look at yeah, those. Yeah, it was more again. mine. Oh, I, I chose the kitchen specifically. You did? That's uh, right. Because yeah. I just love that scene where they were like oh. eating and talking and stuff. Yeah, and knickknacks yeah. kind of watching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. yeah. Uh, okay, back to me. Sorry, guys. Um, well, mm-hmm. I'll stick. I'll, I'll see your man with a golden gun, and I'll raise you a scene. I think that uh, the scene where Bond meets Lazar and he says, "Speak now, or forever hold your peace." You know, Bond in the safari suit with the rifle that's a little offset, with the oh, sharp yeah. look, and <laughs> holding up one. that that's holding really up good. that whole environment. I lo- love that moment with Roger Moore. Mm. Uh, Roger Moore doesn't have as many mm. cool moments as Bond as Connery. He's got different moments. Right. He has he has different moments. different moments. But that's a cool moment, I think, for Moore. It and is absolutely really. Yeah, good. no, so, that's pretty badass. Yeah. That's almost Bond badass category. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Soft badass. Very good. Soft badass. Yeah. Soft badass. Yeah. Soft ass. Um, Speaking of uh, female badasses, I'm going to go with uh, one of my favorite scenes in Thunderball. Mm. uh, And one of my favorite villainous scenes is when, uh, after, uh, when Fiona Volpe picks up Bond in in the convertible and she's going full speed and the score and. You better buckle your safety belts. I can't do it like Luciana, <laughs> who, who used obviously. Those back but... then? So you're like, wow, this is a big deal. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> For some reason, like it's such a simple scene, but it just goes goes to show how like extra Fiona Volpe was, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I, I, I always loved it. And uh, you know, Luciano just looks amazing in that sequence, and uh, with like that bonnet and stuff, mm-hmm. and the specter mm-hmm. ring, and you know, and just just going full tilt and. Connery kind of amused, you know, by the situation. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. yeah it's a great scene. Cool, Jeff. Um, 
I'm gonna say the three blind mice scene, like the Doctor No. I really yeah. liked it just because it's the, you don't the know, opening. It's because yeah, well, uh, yes. I was gonna say more of that scene, like when you see them like after the gun barrel part, because you, it's the first bond, and you don't know where this is going, right? Mm-hmm. You know, you're like, what, what is this? What's going on here? You know. And uh, I just, I Very like cool. that scene of how progressive you just see these guys. What's going to happen? What's going to happen? You see them. And I just also just think that's a w- really awesome hit. If we're going it by is, like, yeah. like yeah. an awesome sort of like. Stringways? Yeah. yeah. I, I think it's great. I think it's a really cool uh, sort of lead up to that. And especially for the time, I don't, I can't think of a film around that same time that would have a similar scene i mean i'm sure there is some there's lots of cinephiles that could correct me but i think that scene's really cool especially to start off a franchise and to kind of really interesting so i think we're good and that's why i chose that scene excellent good good show all right well uh this is a bit of a contentious choice i understand that there is uh and i am on the clock i have to be aware of this uh i know that there's a lot of um you know complaint about this but uh hey i don't care it's my list of 20 I love the bondola. I love the bondola. I think it's just a great vehicle. I think the scene the is fun. It's it's silly. Oh. I know going through Venice. I know like with the double take pigeon. I'm not putting the double take pigeon on my list, but the bondola is going on my list because Good. to me, to me, it is it is kind of the apex of more silliness. But he's looks so goddamn cool and refined as he's riding in that thing, and. I'm like, you know what? I'm I'm going with it. It puts a smile on my face every time I watch the movie because I know it's ridiculous, but I love watching Roger Moore mm-hmm. do the ridiculous and try to sell it, and then he does sell it somehow. And well, <laughs> that, that's me done. But uh, yeah, bundle. You sold Good it. Good one. <laughs> I don't need to sell Good it. Good one. But uh, I, I can defend it anyway. So yeah, point for the bundle. Bundle. Points for saying bundle. Mm. Yeah. Speaking of uh, Roger Moore, but in a more realistic action sequence, um, one of my favorite Roger Moore moments is his, is when uh, Bond climbs Meteora in Fear Eyes Only. Oh, excellent. That takes me down. Now you've taken another one off my list, so I'm down yeah, to Yeah, I was going to say that was mine. Yeah. That's okay. That's good. That's good. That's all right. Um, yeah, man. That's just uh, it's a great chef's scene. kiss of uh, Bond action sequences. Great use of uh, actor and Cross-cutting with uh, stuntmen, totally, and um, and using you know location to your advantage mm-hmm. over other practical effects at the time, yeah. you know. So that's a great choice, um, and it- excellent job on on the filmmakers there, John Glenn, uh, Roger Moore in that scene, in the scenes that he was shot for, and then of course you know the stunt, stunt work it was just fantastic, and it was a breathtaking scene. Very little use of music too. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. That's right. You don't get a lot of Chianti there, but um, yeah. Conti, sorry, not, not, he's on a wine. Sorry, Conti. Yeah, <laughs> Why not? Yeah. Is, his, is his backing band called the Fava Beans? <laughs> That'd be a good one. That'd be a good one. Hi, actually. I'm John Chianti, and this is my backing band, the Fava Beans. We are your dinner entertainment. <laughs> I guess it's my turn. It is. Yes. Uh, so I don't know if you guys are, will consider this, but I'm going to say uh, the the opening gun barrel of Dr. No, if I'm allowed to use that. Of course uh, you so are. Yes, of course you are. If I'm a, because, yeah. again, it there's really not much else to say, but it, it starts out the franchise. It's different. He's got, he, you know. It is uh, there's different. A, You're right a, on that. It is different. A, a, a silhouette of a character. We don't even know who this person is yet. And they got a fedora. Bob Simmons. Well, okay. It was <laughs> okay. We technically <laughs> do know who it is. Uh, but it's just, you know, it's just an intro <laughs> into an iconic franchise that we're talking to today, 60 years after it came That's out. It. Yeah. Um, so, and, and obviously it's been used so many times and it's just, whenever you see that, you know what it is. So, uh, you know, hats off uh, and uh, cheers to the gun barrel scene that uh, started this all off. Dr. No is a big yes for me. <laughs> I like that. That's clever. Doctor <laughs> knows a big yes. You're you're hitting them today, buddy. And I have not issued this klaxon too many times for, for the Bond Mots. So you're you're doing well. I can um, talk a lot, but I know when to shut up. Well, actually, that's not true. Well, you don't have to shut up. <laughs> okay, guys, back to me. Right. So I know, right? I know that the scene of him and Goldeneye escaping the library probably has uh, a bigger, more popular grab factor, but. Like, especially as it leads to that awesome tank scene. But I really like Mm. Brosnan in Tomorrow Never Dies, where he's escaping the Hamburg offices and the laboratory 
because to me that that's a great great synthesis of music and acting and action like i think that's one of the best moments in the film like even the erics and gadgetry you know mm-hmm. opening up the safe and all that oh stuff, yeah that doesn't bother yeah. me too much there yeah. like it's a i just feel it's a really good bonding scene it's one of my favorite brosman moments i think he looks fantastic in the scene as well um mm-hmm. we've always talked about our, our man crushes on brosman but i think that's uh, yeah just just a great scene yeah so i go for bond in hamburg yeah. escaping the uh, that uh, uh well the facility anyway no, you, you're under the wire. Yeah, it's fine. Josh? Let's go for a powerful moment of the franchise. Uh, I don't think that's really been topped yet. Okay. Uh, even, you know, with Vesper's death in Casino Royale or, or even the end of No Time to Die, uh, the most powerful scene in the Bond franchise and one of the most iconic scenes for me is uh, the the death of Tracy at the end of Honor Matters mm-hmm. Secret Service. The drive-by, George Lazenby's acting in that sequence, the vulnerability, I don't think Connery could have ever done that. Mm-hmm. Even though he was bored of the role at the time, that maybe if he was interested, he could have. I don't know. It's We'll never know. It's a what-if scenario. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that's like one of the iconic moments of the of the Bond franchise. Absolutely. So Absolutely. Honor Matters Secret Service, the death of Tracy Bond. Yeah, it's a, it's a big one. Jeff? Um. Well, I'm actually going to say just because of what it is. I mean, it's it's the basically it's the I'm going to call her the Golden Girl. It's a it's a, it's an it's iconic really scene just because we you know it's it's on the poster of uh, you know for the film one of the posters for uh, Goldfinger. Uh, it's just it's really interesting. It just it, you know it's something oh it's eye catching. Uh, it's unique and. Um, it's one of those things where it's just you're like, wow, what you know, someone was killed by, you know, being covered in paint and and, and, and like suffocated by paint and all that kind of stuff. It's just a, a very interesting scene, and um, for an early Bond film, uh, which really helped sort of again, it's not the first Bond film, but it really helped make the franchise what it is. Um, I thought it's a very interesting and iconic scene if we're going by that. Good one. Good one. Great. Uh, to, paint, okay. to, to paint a pretty picture. You did paint. You did paint a pretty picture. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm. I'm not going to paint a pretty picture. But what I'm going to do is. Um, I can't. I got. I got no funny transition. So I'll just. Uh, I'll just stop trying. I'll stop trying. <laughs> that was funny. I'll stop trying. Right, <laughs> right guys. Uh, good one. My, my moment. Um, I'm going to go to Goldfinger though. It's the. Uh, it's the mm-hmm. scene where Bond. A sequence, really. Bond besting Goldfinger at golf. Everything from the pro shop man oh, yeah. to the to the final green. Yeah. There, Connery is so comfortable. Obviously, as a golfer, he's so comfortable as an actor. He led the scene with his charm and his charisma and his manipulation of everything. There, it's so much fun to watch. And it, and it's quiet. It's quiet in a way that you really pay attention to it. And I I appreciate that. Um, it's it's just a really fun, engaging scene from the series. Josh. I was going to actually have that on my list, but I actually oh, replaced it with another scene from Goldfinger. And that is when Bond is pursuing Goldfinger across Europe. Oh, when he, yeah. That drive yeah. in the Alps, that whole right. sequence, awesome. beautifully shot, beautifully yeah. scored, uh, full of great moments uh, leading up to him, you know, reaching Goldfinger's facility. Inter- that, the whole scene mm-hmm. with Tilly Masterson, uh, just the whole scene where he, where Goldfinger stops to buy some apples off a roadside apple cart and, Bond is one hill above him, looking one ridge above him, looking down, mm-hmm. and then you have like Tilly with her rifle, one ab- awesome above above that. Uh, that whole sequence is fantastic. Like, loved it. Beauty. Jeff, uh, I'm gonna go with uh, the pre-title sequence in Spectre. I really like that whole scene in Mexico. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I thought I, I makes it like nice. probably one of the. It's, in my opinion, is basically the best part of the whole film. That's my opinion. Nan, 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 boo, boo. But uh, so I thought it was really well filmed. Uh, I really liked sort of the tracking shot and just sort of it. Just again, it's one of those shots where you really you see everything and you can see sort of just sort of the the grandiose of it, and you can really feel sort of when they have he starts shooting and and sort of there's a bit of a panic and, and just the way it was filmed and the physicality of it again it's a, you can tell that this is daniel craig being daniel craig i just i just thought this is a really great start to a film and then i was like kind of let down by the rest of it but i thought boy this is a good way to start <laughs> off a film and uh so i i think that's a it's a good uh it's a good i wanted to put this in here oh, as almost there you go that, hey you did it oh you nailed it yeah, you'll allow, you'll allow it. 
I know. In the spirit of in the spirit <laughs> of the game, in the spirit of the game, uh, I will. Fun. I'll be quick on my next one because um, it's it's a short scene, but it really really grabbed my attention when I first watched it way back. As uh, I don't know how old I was, it's one of the standout moments in Diamonds Are Forever. It's a slumber incorporated scene. One of the first truly scary Bond scenes for me was when Connery was in that coffin, and I could not figure out for the life of me. How's he going to get out of this? John Barry's got that sort of funeral music going. You've got them. I mean, the smoke's coming up by his feet. You know he's going to get out of it, but you don't know how. And as a guy who doesn't like tight spaces, it was amplifying the situation for me a little bit. I was was just like, wow, what what the hell's going to happen here? You know what I mean? Like, just a great great scene. I liked it. In a a silly movie, it it, it really works with some gravity, you know? I think so. Anyway. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Diamonds Are Forever just has some like great moments throughout. Yeah. And then, yeah. You just can't help kind of like like the movie because of it. <laughs> it's really weird. All right, Josh. Um, so this is a kind of a funny one, but I just think it's fantastic. And Roger pulled it off so well. And just given like how the, how the movie sold it, like making it believable, was Bond as a clown trying oh, yeah. to convince a USAF <laughs> general that there's a, a nuke in the cannon. Yeah, <laughs> like There's the balls that they the get. People complain about how, like, oh, they made Bond into like a, a daddy, and you know he's all like kind of you know he's all like a simp now and all this sort of stuff, right? Dude, in 1983, we had Roger Moore dressed as a clown trying to disarm a nuclear bomb. I'm sorry, <laughs> that dropped the shark moment that you were thinking about passed right then and there. That's so right. yeah. you know the Bond franchise recovered from it, obviously, but I'm just saying. But I still, for some reason, it just works well with the movie. It does, yeah. And I just, it's just a memorable scene. Nice one. And Roger was just so serious when he, when he's convincing it. And the pathos comes off on the screen Mm -hmm. that I think is one of Roger's greatest moments, actually, in in the franchise. Good one. Good. I I like that. I like something with my bondola and being contentious. That's good. Maybe even a little more than that. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Yeah. uh, Jeff, over to you, buddy. It's funny. This scene, I mean, there's not a, there's not a, there's no action or anything, but I just like it because it's the introduction of the the Roger Moore Bond. Him in that kitchen, <laughs> uh, you know, getting caught almost, you know, he's got, <laughs> he's got that early seventies, like it's that hangover from the sixties. He's got the co- again. We're gonna I'm gonna talk about the freaking coffee maker, the coffee, <laughs> uh, the hot chick in the the closet. It's like it's it's got everything that I wanted to see. Madden Smith. Uh, yeah, so it's a, it's a really uh, interesting introduction to a new Bond. Uh, and it and again, it also you could still see Money Penny and him having a you know the relationship there, and then obviously the sort of the new Bond introducing himself to M and a cup of coffee. Uh, I think it's just a win-win situation for me. I liked it. That's why I'm choosing it. <laughs> Good one. That's my that, that's my favorite Lois Maxwell scene. Yeah, actually. I, that, I, I, yeah. I, I, I love that scene. I, I, I can see it. Yeah. Okay, uh, well, guys, I'm going to go for the parkour scene in Casino Royale. Uh, that is a hell of a way to introduce uh, a new Bond. Oh, yeah. I thought it mm-hmm. was incredible mm. on the screen. Big screen, small screen. It is a completely magnetizing scene for me. Every time I watch it, I'm just like, mm. I'm looking for the strings. I'm looking for the cables. The stunt work's incredible. The, the music's great. David Arnold's score is ramped up. The best we've heard from him. And I'm just really, really into that. What a way to introduce Daniel Craig's Bond. Like, it was such an inspired, yeah. timely choice, and it still works. You know, it's not like parkour has yeah. gone out of fashion. I was going to choose that. You know, oh, well, sorry, yeah. but hey, I got you back. No, now. no, no, I didn't. But I <laughs> oh, okay. but okay. it's so much. But yeah, no, yeah. Totally, so good. Absolutely. So good. Uh, I can't think of that. I can't help but think of that scene in the beginning of the sixth season of The Office when, like, all the guys are dream- trying out. Parkour, <laughs> parkour, <laughs> and they're just yeah. falling on their ass and stuff. Yeah, yeah, and even yeah. Jim says in the camera, "It's like so." Michael recently watched Casino Royale, and <laughs> and yeah, right back to you, buddy. Anyway, so for me, um, let's let's go to Tomorrow Never Dies. Mm. The cold open of Tomorrow Never Dies, all of it. Mm. The introduction to Brosnan. Uh, and that w- we don't even see Bond up until like about halfway through that sequence when he offers the uh, light to the Russian soldier there, right. and you get all this setup for it, everything with M and you know with MI6 and stuff, and it's just a great kind of reveal of Bond and the, all of Bond working in concert with the with the people mm-hmm. back in London. Mm-hmm. Uh, that and that's the whole action sequence. Uh, David Arnold's score has never been better as a Bond film. He's full blown Barry in that uh, instance. Mm-hmm. 
everything about it. Uh, that Tomorrow Never Dies is my favorite of the Brazen films, and that's one reason. Nice one, yep. Okay, Jeff? Uh, I'm actually going to mention that I really liked the uh, the final action scene, uh, spoiler, of uh, No Time to Die, like the the Daniel Craig, I call it the mm-hmm. his first-person shooter scene. The stairwell? The stairwell, yeah. Like, That's all good, that, good I just thought it was really well done. It was it was great. It's kind of like a swan song kind of thing. Uh, is that a Madeline reference? Maybe. Um, but <laughs> uh, I just like, you know, the shooting. It just it, it felt really good. Uh, just watching it, you know, as a fan of a Bond fan, and a, it, it just had a lot had had a lot into it for me and it just kind of it just resonated really well i thought it was well shot and action bond high fives well done well we're getting there Get it done. we're getting Absolutely. there guys okay uh last we couple uh well gee whiz let's see two four six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve thirteen fourteen fifteen sixteen so we only got four each left um okay okay so uh my next one i'm gonna go with uh I'm going to go with uh, Camille in Quantum of Solace. I know it's a character, mm. and so it's maybe a slight cheat here because That's I'm selecting fine. a character. But you selected Pam. I'm going to pick Camille. I think yeah. this is probably my favorite Bond girl. I don't know. Jane Seymour still has a real place in my heart. But Olga Kurlenko, I know she doesn't even look that much because yeah. they kind of darkened her skin. They tanned her and all this stuff for it. But oh, yeah. I think she True. just partners yeah. brilliantly with Craig here. It's a really refreshing Bond girl role, Bond woman role. Um, she's obviously stunning, but she's got real agency in the story. They don't write her stupidly yeah. as a sidekick. They give her her own story. And yeah, you could argue that that's not really mm-hmm. fleshed out to the way it could be, but she's she's one of my favorite Bond girls and one of the things I think that helps hold that film up. Uh, so yeah, I'm going to go with Camille. Cool. Yeah, good, good choice. Yeah. Josh, and then it's All you. right, well, in terms of dialogue, in terms of like, progressive writing of male and female interaction in the Bond series. Uh, and there's also just a great scene for dialogue in itself. And, and the acting in the sequence was fantastic too. It's lighthearted. It's sarcastic. It's establishes so much character at the same time. I'm going with the train ride to Montenegro with Bond and Vesper. Their oh, meet cute nice one. sequence. Nice one. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. Uh, very good. Skewered on sympathizers. So the good way choice. you were buttering up that scene, I thought you were going to talk about Margaret Thatcher, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> Margaret Thatcher and butter. I yeah, no, I don't know about I, that. Well, yeah, no, no. <laughs> that's that's weird. <laughs> Unless it's Gillian Anderson as Margaret Thatcher, I, I can accept that at least. That, sure, that, that's oh, fine. Listen. Even even so, I, that made me think. I don't know. I, that that was a weird moment seeing her. As, I'll just help yeah. us all out there. Okay, <laughs> over to you, Jeff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with another No Time to Die scene because I really like. I thought okay. the the whole action sequence in Cuba. I really enjoyed that. Mm, uh, I mean, I, one. I mean, I thought it was it's great. Uh, you know, when you you bring in the new character of um, Paloma. Uh, Paloma. Oh, yeah. oh, there you go. Uh, I just I really liked that. I like how the scene started. I liked uh, the choreography, the action. Uh, I thought it was really well done. Like it was captivating. Uh, it's a it you know the way it was filmed, it feels like it's a new Bond film, but it it still felt like a Bond action scene, and it felt like you know it felt like a Craig scene. I just thought it had all the right elements to it. It was exciting, lots of explosions, uh, it, it had humor, well choreographed. It was a home run for me, and it's nice to see it in a in a recent Bond film like I that. See. And I, I thought I thought it hit all the all the right tones and and all the right buttons. Hmm. Okay, uh, that's what I gotta say. I'll get there now, guys. We're almost there. We are almost there at the end here yeah. of our 2020-2060. Uh, six, so my next one is going to come from a little movie that you might have heard of called Sigmund Freud. Sigmund? No, just kidding. <laughs> I saw your faces. So, uh, I know what you're talking about. Day. Die another day. I'm going to go there. I'm going to die another day. And I'll tell you what I'm going there for. I'm going there I'm because... Sure you will. I'll tell you what, guys. You see Bond walking into that hotel in Hong Kong, dripping wet from swimming. I know it's silly, I know, it, and it is, it's silly. But the hotel scenes, it's only about seven or eight minutes, right? He gets the room, mm. he gets to the room, he shaves, he looks the piece again, and then he throws that glass through when the masseuse comes in because, of course, he knows it's Chinese intelligence. All of that stuff, that is as, that's as excellent as anything in the Brosnan films, but it may be a little sillier, but it... Um, yeah, it just goes downhill after that, doesn't it, a wee bit? 
But yeah, Bond in the hotel in Hong Kong at the start of Die Another Day. I love it. I think it's good stuff. I'm really, really liking it. Brosnan. I thought you were going to do like the Gustav Graves Bond sword fight. I thought you were going nah, to choose that one, nah. to be honest. He annoys me so much in that movie. <laughs> Stay on the pirate ships, Poor Toby. Toby. Stay on the pirate ships. Yep. Uh, let's take a look here. I've talked about this before, but I have to mention it. The whole sequence, Bond using Miss Tarot and then setting up the execution mm. of Professor Dent at the end of that sequence. That whole thing is a tour de force. Bravo, Terrence Young. Bravo, Connery. And also, of course, Anthony Dawson. You know, the Smith & Wesson professor, you've had your six. Mm-hmm. That's like uh-huh. perfect introduction to how cold-blooded James Bond can be. Good spycraft as well. Yeah. And how professional and great spycraft, exactly. Mm-hmm. All right, Jeff, you're on, bud. It's funny. I, this scene I like just because it's so interesting because of the set and it's uh, it's actually a real place. Is the RMS Queen Elizabeth base? I just like that scene because it's so different. It's so different. Yeah. And in, uh, to be honest, when I first gun. saw it, I was like, "Wow, yeah." Man, yes. Sorry, yes. It's the scene of the man with the golden gun, and I just thought, "Did they just make this up?" And then I looked it up, I'm like, "No, it's actually really there." And yeah. it's just interesting that they made it they made it uh like an actual like base uh, and for me for living in ottawa there's uh there's a museum there's a crooked kitchen in the and so people if you've ever been to the museum in ottawa it's a museum of science and there's a cr- kitchen on its angle and i always thought of that when i see that scene it makes me think of going through that and uh, i just awesome. thought that was a really cool scene to have the base there and um it's uh, to me it's iconic but that's just my opinion and that was one of my 20 and that's what i'm sticking to nice Ta-da. Well, guys, I'm going to go to a single gadget here for my next one. And okay. I'm just going mm-hmm. to say this is my favorite gadget, I think, uh, in the entire series. It's the Rolex Submariner from Live and Let Die. I love the saw, the buzz saw. I love the yep. magnet. Yep. It's one of my favorite yep. watches, leads to one of my favorite scenes. So, yeah, the Rolex Submariner, Live and Let Die, kicking ass every time I see the show. And uh, love it. So, yeah. I was good. And, and they even, there's a nice uh, little Easter egg in. Um... Operation Miss Meet about it. Mm-hmm. Ah, that's true. Oh, yeah. That's true. That's true. There is indeed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Good one. Yeah. yeah. Back to you, Josh. All right. Well, here we are again with the living daylights. I don't know why. Damn you, Josh. Here. The scene where Bond goes to kill Pushkin, ending up with them setting up their plan to trick Whitaker and Kuskoff. Fantastic acting between uh, Dalton and uh, John Reese davies uh, John Reed Davies is so good in that scene. Just the gravity of it, uh, two professionals working against each other, both stubborn in their own ways. Uh, just the intensity of it was just so well done. I absolutely loved it. It was so good. So good. I know that seems like not a lot of way to explain it, but go watch the scene again and just tell me if that's not great spy craft, great character development, uh, great directing and acting, all of it. Nice work, pal. I I mean, the reason you're choosing so many from Daylights is because it's it's one of Double O Taylor's favorite movies. I don't think you need to apologize for that. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Yeah, that's true. You, you are a true. Daylights boy, you know, and I think our good friend Chris Wood uh, is also a Daylights boy. You guys just love that movie. It's a it's a really good film. I mean, look, cracking film. It's yeah. good. All right, uh, Jeff, your chance. Uh, we are on number nineteen now, um, I believe eighteen or nineteen, so yeah, we're almost there. Uh, you know, I mean, it's a it's a short scene, but I really like it. Everyone knows it. It's the bungee jump scene in Goldeneye. I mean, like, I don't know. It's just, it's such a cool yeah. scene. It's just like, especially <laughs> yeah. with you know, Brosnan being the new Bond. It's like, hey, you know, here's an introduction. It's kind of like the it's like the gun barrel for Brosnan. Really, it's like you know, it's just like you just see the scene. It's not right at the very beginning, but it's pretty damn close. And it's just what what a shot. I mean, everyone knows that scene now. And I mean, I, every time I watch it, I'm just like, man, how much Robax is that? Like, how much Robax is that? How much taller did that son of a bitch get after that scene? Yeah, I don't care. Absolutely. But uh, it's a gr- great scene. Uh, everyone knows it now. It's just a really cool stunt. Uh, and, uh, you know, everyone's still talking about it. And it's almost 30 years old at this point. So cool scene. Brosnan Bond, Goldeneye. Good scene. Awesome. Well, guys, uh, I'm surprised this hasn't shown up yet. 
Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring it up now anyway. It's uh, a view to a kill. I'm going for the uh, yeah. the Paris Eiffel Tower chase through Paris. Remy Julian half oh, car chase. Oh, nice with half a car. Uh, I like I like the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> I like the whole thing. Yeah, it's uh, a lot of fun. Uh, I, Rogers I was, uh, jowls uh, taped down on the Eiffel Tower. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was I was stuck between that and the Golden Gate denouement. You know, the the Golden Gate ending. But I'm gonna ultimately go. I'm gonna ultimately go with uh, yeah. With, with the the chase scene there, yeah. Perfect, Josh. Good stuff. I'm gonna okay. go with a fun one, and I just think this is the scene is hilarious, and only James Bond could be so cool as to say this. Okay, it's like listening to the Beatles without earmuffs. <laughs> only Connery's oh, Bond yeah. could diss the Beatles in 1964. <laughs> in gold, in gold yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's it. Yeah, it's hilarious. You are not wrong. Uh, yeah, no. Oh, man. You are not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> and Connery is bigger than Jesus. Sorry, John Lennon. <laughs> yeah. Right, Jeff? You've got uh, your last one, your number 20. Uh, yeah, man. Um... Oh, um, it's tough. I know it's tough. Well, you know what? I really like that sniper scene in, in uh, from Russia with Love. You know, yeah. he's got him in his sights, and he's and now I'm I'm drawing yeah. a blank on the uh, the blonde uh, femme fatale in the poster. What's uh, who's that? The poster. Anita Isn't Ekberg. There, like, Anita Ekberg. Sorry, it's Anita Ekberg. Anita Ekberg. That yes, yes. Yeah. There you go. Uh, I just I, I I think that scene is great. I, I really like that whole sequence as well. But I like that whole sort of sniper scene mm-hmm. uh, and the teamwork between Cameron Bay. Because I'll be honest, like you stole my thunder early on because I was one of the first things I was going to mention was Cameron Bay and that whole thing oh, right that's off a different the bat. Scene, so. so you got it covered. <laughs> uh, but I love because I love Cameron Bay. I think he's a great character. But I I like this scene because it's kind of like he's helping Bond, but but he's not killing anyone. But he's literally mm-hmm. uh, his shoulder to lean on <laughs> and yeah. so it's teamwork you know <laughs> so if this is a video game he'd get an assist on the kill if you're if you would, video yeah. gamers and first person shooters out there you get points too <laughs> nice one uh, no, i was wrong by the way in my count this is um, to lean on. this is 19 we're on 19 so 20 is the next oh, one i'm sorry about that damn you sweet okay so sweet little sorry. dog too Sorry. Uh, okay, so mine, guys, my number 19, then, we're almost there, is uh, Dinner with Dr. No. I'll go with that one. It's one of my favorite Ken Adams sets, and it's just a great scene of battling mm. wits. Just colorful, yeah. tense, oh, exciting that stuff. Was the other- I love that set, and I love the, the fish tank. Yeah, I like the good. first big villain. You know, it's it's a real great Bond moment. So I'm going Dinner with Dr. No. Yeah, everything, everything there. Very good. Very good. So here we go, guys. Number 20. Josh, take us through our final round. With your number 20, please. Everyone's going to know you scratch my balls. <laughs> oh, that's a good uh, Oh, it's a good Yeah, scene. the Le Chief, yeah, Le Chief a, Craig Bond torture scene. sequence oh, in Casino a, Royale. Mm-hmm. Awesome choice. Can't, I can't, uh, can't argue yeah. that. Anybody. That's iconic Daniel Craig as Bond. Like, that's like, you can't top that. And also, like, I just love Mickelson's bemused humor during that whole sequence. Like yeah. just when he's sort of like, he's like Bond is like, when Bond is like laughing at it, even Mickelson is laughing. Now is that Lashif laughing or is that Mickelson breaking mm-hmm. character? Mm-hmm. We'll never know. Right. But, um, but, but the laughing yeah. still works. Cause he's it just like, he, way. Yeah. man, you're crazy. Like, yeah, that scene really got you by the yeah. short and curlies. <laughs> literally, literally. Mm-hmm. Yes. Jeff, you're number 20. Yeah, uh, I, uh, it's actually the scene when in in, uh, in Doctor No when uh, you see Connery for the first time playing uh, playing background. Oh, yeah. uh, I yeah. think it's yeah. great. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, like you I just see him there, observed. right in the casino, and you just see him there. He's playing. He's got the the white. Uh, Not showing his face until no. that moment. Yeah, and he's but then when you see him and he's smoking the cigarette, it's just like it's just so cool, you know. And it's a great, uh, it's, a great I, scene. I, it's a great scene. It's a what else can you say? It's like mm-hmm. the first time you really see James Bond. Uh, he's cool as a cucumber. Great jacket, great hair. Is it his real hair? Maybe it's early on. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I think it's a it's just a really great scene. Everyone knows it. It's uh, it's iconic. And I'll, I'll end my list on the first film. Hey, that's that's a good one. Yeah. Also has the first Bond girl in and that sequence Sylvia too. Trench. Exactly. Uh, Eunice Gason, right? That's right. Yeah, yeah. Sylvia Trench. The, the famous line yeah. is a return on her line, isn't it? 
Exactly. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Because he says, yeah, I admire your Miss courage. Trench, Sylvia Trench. Uh-huh. Mr. Yeah, that's right. Bond. And then Q Monty, Nor- and Monty Norman, right? So. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. So I'll finish this off, guys, on this uh, 60 in 60 part of our 60 years of James Bond celebrations here on the show. So my final one, it's the character of Mathis. I, I really like character of Mathis mm. in Quantum of Solace when they're on the oh. airplane. I like that moment yeah. he and Bond share where Bond is up drinking and Mathis is like, I can give you a sleeping pill. You know, they have to talk about women and they have to talk about Vesper and about, you know, leaving things behind and, and needing to grow from experience. I, I like the character of Mathis. Mm-hmm. And I think that's it's one choice. of the nicest scenes that the two care, that they, the two share, you know. And yeah. uh, one of the better things about that film, I thought, and Casino Royale, is how they brought Mathis into it because he was a big part of the book too, you know, the whole banality yeah. of evil and all yes. that stuff. So. Mathis on the plane with uh, Craig or with uh, Craig's Bond, yeah, in Quantum. Very good choice. Finish Very it off choice. there. Yeah, Matt. good choice. So, guys, that, that was a lot of fun. Quantum yeah. of Solace in there. That's pretty cool. Quantum, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that, uh, that that's us. That's uh, sixty. I even had Spectre. Franchises. How about that? You did. I think I had two. I was surprised. Uh, right, guys, that that was cool. That was a lot of fun, and I, and I'm pleased. That, I don't know it was just a silly little thing, but you know, we we put our sixty, uh, we put our, our our sixty pieces, our sixty cents worth of uh, thoughts into the 60th anniversary of Bond celebration. So we hope you enjoyed that, listeners at home. And hey, here's a little something from us to you. If uh, if you want to email us here at, at uh, bondbynumbers3 at gmail.com, if you want to send us an email with your 60 highlights from the series, from the franchise, uh, then first one in, we'll get a little Bond by Numbers coffee mug. I'll post it out to you if you, uh, you enter our little sweepstakes here. Sure. Swag! Uh, what do you think, guys? Is that something we can do? And we'll drop it off by little Nelly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I want to drop it off in those also big, called a drone in in those big, big inflatable um, rescue rafts, like in Thunderbolt. You know, you just pulls the thing oh, and it all comes oh, out. Oh, okay. I was going to drop it off in that. Not, not his. The, 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 the just I like the big. We could do that thing. from uh, yeah. We can from just diamonds, are diamonds are forever. Yeah. yeah. Or James Bond's yeah. got um, yeah. Brosnan wears one in the world's not enough, like a super ball. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Like when he falls yeah, in the yeah yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, the point is, everybody, uh, if you want a Bond by Numbers copy book <laughs> for free, send us 60 highlights. We'll read them out on the show, compare them with ours next episode, and uh, we'll post one out to you. But yeah, uh, thanks very much for listening. Sounds fun. It's, uh, it was good fun here today, guys. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm now keen to go back again and watch some of these again, you know, just to, it was, it was fun to hear mm-hmm. what your thoughts were. Fun to hear what your thoughts were. Yeah, triggering the old nostalgia. No, nothing wrong with that. And uh, next episode, uh, <laughs> we're back to three non-bonds. And uh, this is my take. Uh, Carol reads The Third Man. Yeah, looking forward to that. Yep, we'll give that the bond. Looking forward to that one. As well. yeah. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. And thank you, gentlemen, for uh, your hard work as ever. Um, I'm looking forward to taking a back seat now and not having to edit this one. I think I'll let you do that one. <laughs> See, you couldn't even let me finish it before you laughed in my face. You couldn't even let me finish the sentence before you laughed at me. Oh, sorry, did I ruin the editing point there? No, no, you didn't. In fact, if anything, you helped it. Uh, but I will, though, just buzz that in your faces a few times. Leave you with that thought. We deserve it. That just reminds me of Bond, of Bond throwing those goalies into the net in Free Ride yeah, now. There you go. Oh, that's what I should have freaking said. That's a siren. That's a goal oh, siren right works. there. You hear that? Scored. Yeah, there you go. The thugs. Yeah, man. Top shelf thugs. Or it's the Keystone Cops coming, trying to pick them up off the ice. <laughs> or it's Bond on the fire truck. In a Zamboni. In a view to a kill. Oh, yeah. Poor that. Anyway, this is terrible listening, everybody. We apologize. We're about to say goodnight, goodbye, good day. We hope you're well. Stay safe, everyone, and we'll see you back here soon on Bond by Numbers. Sayonara. Bye-bye.